watch it. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Why Did You Watch with me, Cathy Moore. And me, David Clark. I am very, very, very excited about this episode, David. Good, good. Very excited. Because for as long as I've known you, we've been having the same conversation over and over, which mm-hmm. is, you know, like in Legend. And you go, I've not seen Legend. And I go, you haven't seen Legend? Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, after after we discussed Golden Child, uh, that became more predominant. It's amazing to me that you haven't seen Legend. Yeah. Because, right, you and I are pretty much the same age. Yeah, very close, yeah. Like a month apart. Mm-hmm. And I remember Legend came on TV. Um, and and I went into school the next day and it was all anybody was talking about. Everybody was going, oh, my God, did you see that film last night? That was mad. What a great film. Blah, 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 blah. It was the yeah. talk of the school. If you hadn't seen Legend that night before, you just needn't have bothered coming into school. Just ostracised. Yeah, you'd have had mm. nobody to talk to. And then um, everybody, cold. everything was like, oh my God, yeah, like in Legend. And if you hadn't seen it, you were left going, no. <laughs> Fair enough. Guess I'll go eat my lunch in the toilet then. Ew. <laughs> Since no one like out of the bowl? <laughs> Ew, no. The, the bathroom. Oh, I see. Okay. That makes so it's sense. amazing. I imagine this was like a global phenomenon. It can't have mm. just been that only people in Northern Ireland got to watch Legend on this evening. It was made in 1985. Mm-hmm. So you know it's good. And it was directed by none other than, wait for it, Ridley Scott. Really? Wow. Ridley Scott. Yeah. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, as if there are any, uh, the Martian... Gladiator, Moana, Blade, Blade Runner. Did you just say Moana? I did. He's not did really. He? No. For goodness' sake, David. And <laughs> Alien. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it stars. This is going to be the, the the tough sell here. It stars Tom Cruise, but it's very very early in his career, and I don't think he's mental yet at this point. Okay. So we can cut him a wee bit of slack. Sure. Please, please don't just leave. <laughs> <laughs> it could be worse. It could be Steven Seagal. Ooh. And it's, it's not, yeah, right? Well. It's also starring Mia Sara, who was... Um, the only thing you would recognise her from is she was Ferris Bueller's girlfriend in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, she's supposed to be the protagonist, but I just can't stand her. She's just the, the most awful person. I, I mean, she's not. I, I just don't like her. It's It bothers me when I, I often don't like the female protagonist. And I always thought, how can I call myself a feminist when I never like the female protagonist? And I always hate the women. And somebody recently had a, a, a thing on Facebook and it said, I always wondered why I hated the women in films. And then I remembered it's because they're written by men who hate women. I was going to say, <laughs> it was because the script is potentially written by yes. a dude. Yeah, so I, I, yes, I came down very hard on um, uh, Deadpool's girlfriend. I've forgotten her name again. Baccarin. Marina Baccarin. Marina Baccarin. I came down really hard on her in the last podcast, but it's not her fault, nor was it no, the character's we fault. Discussed it's how it, she yeah. was written. Yeah. 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 So again, it's how she's written that makes me just really not like her. Fair. Anyway, none of that matters because one of my favourite actors of all time is in this film, Tim Curry. Uh huh. Who was the clown in the original It, which mm. 
when I realised that ruined the film. Oh. <laughs> the whole time I was like, oh, Tim Curry! So um, you're looking forward to seeing him in the next shot rather than being terrified. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Oh, bugger off, everyone. Bring back the clown. <laughs> Send in um, the clowns. Oh, absolutely. My, like first crush was dr frankenfurter or one of my first anyway as a semi-adult was dr frankenfurter and that's tim curry in rocky horror picture sure. show love him and uh god he was the he was the the manager of the hotel in home alone 2 uh, mm-hmm. it was tim curry and he's just an he's all over the place and he's just awesome and a very small part, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Tom Cruise. Robert. Ah. Robert. Ha! There are no small parts, only small actors. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, because they had a bit of trouble with casting with this because they, they had to cast people who were shorter than Tom. Oh, yeah. So there were a couple of people they were going to cast for other roles in the film and they were like, yeah, but they're, that, they're taller than Tom and it's going to throw who played off Willow. the ball. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, um Oh, Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis. Is not in this film. Oh. Who is in this film is Robert Picardo. Mm, okay. The Doctor from Voyager. Uh, uh, you know the, the yeah. hologram, the holographic yeah. Doctor in Voyager? Sure, yeah. He's in it. He's shorter never... than Tom Cruise. Oh, no, that doesn't matter. No, there's just, you'll understand when we get into it why okay. it's an issue, right? It's your... Well, no. So, here's the issue with this film. Much like Alien 3, there's basically three different films depending on whether you watch the director's cut, the theatrical Mm. cut, or the European cut. Right? Yes. The European cut, in my opinion, is the best one. And the reason for that is because it's the one that has Tangerine Dream. Okay. Doing the music. And they do this Mm. epic 80s like woo fantasy song at the very end and it's just it's the best scene ever but it's not in the american version and it's not in the in the director's cut right okay so what i did was last night i watched the director's cut mm-hmm. and ugh and then this morning i watched the theatrical cut I didn't get a chance to watch the European cut, but considering I've seen it about four million times, I can Mm. just fill that in from memory. Mm. (laughs) Um, And of course, because it's Ridley Scott and he does like Blade Runner and Alien and stuff, he wanted the film to be like really dark and, um, you know, like deep reflection upon the the dark side of human nature and and the darkness within. Artists. yeah, yeah, but then they then they showed it to like a test audience, and they were like, Bleh. "I'm gonna go kill myself." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, I'm a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> so he so it ended up just getting molded into a sort of a classic eighties fantasy like Labyrinth and yeah. Dark Crystal, and it has mm. a real Jim Henson vibe throughout. I'm mm. amazed that that Henson Studios weren't involved in this, but no. Mm. And the only so now the only Ridley Scott signature in it is. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful cinematography and unicorns, which you will remember feature heavily in Blade Runner. Uh, unicorns. Yeah. Your man, you used to leave little origami unicorns all over the place. Were they unicorns? I thought they were just horses. They were unicorns. Okay. They were unicorns. Okay. Yeah. 
Honest. Battlestar Galactica guy. Yes, the guy who fell asleep on a box of pineapples. That guy. Ouch. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie Brooker's words, not mine. Sure. I thought it was a good... Anyway, so I would say stay away from the director's cut because they, they don't use good music and mm. there's far too much romance in it. I have never sat through a film and said, ugh, book, as much in my life as I did last night because it's an extra, like, half hour and sure. the extra half hour yeah. is taken up with <clears throat> Ferris Bueller's girlfriend and Tom Cruise going like, oh, I love you, love you, love you, kins. Oh, shut up. <laughs> What? what? You would have thought that would be deliberately used, cut out by the director. That's weird. I know, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, the director also left an extra stuff where it was more of a, like, uh, examination of evil and parallels to the Bible and Paradise Lost and all this sort of stuff. And okay. you're like, yeah, that's fair enough. But, like, Tom Cruise is running around in little ripped hot pants. This is not the place to talk about, <laughs> like... <laughs> the complexities of human nature. Was it in black and white and Tom Cruise is wearing red hot pants? Ooh, that's just a very sexy version of Schindler's List. <laughs> Ooh, said no one ever. <laughs> that's dark. Um, It was also fraught with setbacks. Uh, they they filmed it at Pinewood and they also oh, filmed it... Nice to live near there. Ooh. Oh, well, so that's one mystery solved because one of the sets uh, just got burnt down. There were... I would have been three. <laughs> so I started well, exactly. early. <laughs> yeah, little babby pyromaniac. Well, I mean, if you build your sets out of wood, especially pine. That's what you said to the judge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, no, they were doing um, James Bond, like in the, the next studio over. Excuse me? <laughs> They were filming James oh, right, Bond. Okay. In the, that's, yeah. In the next studio uh -huh. over. And uh, that one caught fire and then just burnt down Legends set as well. Oh, no. <clears throat> Not that you'd know. So, like, apparently they were like, oh, yeah, so we had to really scale back the the sets because we ran out of money and it burnt down. So we had didn't to really scale insurance? it back. Um, well, I guess it didn't. It's too late. It wasn't enough time. Okay. I mean, the if you're looking is, for an apocalyptic landscape, what's better than a completely burned down set? Yes, but you're not looking for an apocalyptic landscape in this case. You're uh, looking for lush forest, which they were able to film because obviously park. the lush the lush forest didn't burn down. It was yeah. just sort of there. But the sets, the indoor sets burnt down. Uh, but if you didn't know that, you you wouldn't know from watching the film because I, I, was, I knew this going in and I was like, Jesus, if this is the the scaled down set what did the original look like because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is amazing so yeah that was a bit of an issue and tom cruise's dad died in the middle of filming so that was another big setback because obviously wow. tom had to tom had to go home and yeah and deal with that for tom yeah poor tom um but they they got it out there and it it's fantastic it's a great film it's a beautiful film to watch like Anyone who says to me, uh, Avatar is the most beautiful film ever, oh, I would just get a copy of Legend and then just beat them around the head with it. Yeah. This, this is the most beautiful film ever. All right. Ooh, that's quite a statement. And it's got a better plot. Okay. So even if I sit and tell you the entire film, there are three things that I am never going to be able to put across to you. And that's the music, if you mm -hmm. find the European version. The, the beautiful set design and 
the just the awesomeness that is Tim Curry because I'm not going to do him justice sadly because okay. okay. I'm nowhere near as sensual as Tim Curry who is really um, so it's still worth watching and it's on Amazon Prime oh, I got Amazon Prime yeah so it's the theatrical cut okay so the plot to the film is basically um, entitled little princess almost destroys the world um, and there's unicorns and then some nasty goblins and the the prince of darkness or something and okay. they want they want the unicorns taken out and then um, Tom Cruise tries to save the unicorns how's that? so it's like World Wildlife Fund, save the unicorns. <laughs> yeah, we got pandas sorted. Now we're on to a bigger challenge. <laughs> no, unicorn. they were too late. Mm, there are no mm-hmm. unicorns left anymore, Kathy. Right Apart enough. from those sea unicorns. Oh yeah, the narwhals. Yeah. <laughs> Them there, yeah. So, woo, I'm never going to be able to describe the beauty of this film, but they should have sent a poet. But I'll do my best. So we open on an enchanted forest at night, and there's wildlife and beautiful. Can you see them? Because it's dark. It's nighttime. Ah, but the moonlight is shining through the gaps in the trees in big, you know, shafts. Big shafts. There we go. You're really going to have to help me out with this one. Tom Cruise. Shafts. (laughs) Shafts of Tom Cruise. Oh no. Yeah, are coming through the trees. (laughs) God damn it, Kathy! And there's birdies, and there's bears, and a deer. No, there's scuttling about. Okay, so the deer, nocturnal birds, nocturnal deer, and nocturnal bears. Yes, it's so bright. The moon is so bright. They're confused and stayed up late. Maybe they heard legend was on, so they just stayed up to watch it. Ah, and it's beautiful. Okay, beautiful, but. There's goblins creeping through the underbrush mm-hmm. and hooking about, right? And the goblin, he comes through the th- a thicket and uh-huh. he sees in front of him a sort of a icky swamp in the dark and a big evil-looking tree. Okay, yeah. And he sees the tree and he's all, ooh, tree. And then I think the tree or a voice within the tree which is Tim Curry, uh-huh. uh, says... Now, just to clarify, I'm not going to read tons of dialogue to you from this film. Right. Because, A, a lot of it is in uh, rhyming cutlets, which is kind of annoying. And they've tried to be all ye olde forsooth shakespeare but they all yes. have American accents, except yes. Tim Curry. So it doesn't really play out. But mm. anyway, so, but I will read you this line because mm. it sort of sets the scene, okay? Mm. So he, he sees the tree and the tree says to him, in my best attempt at a Tim Curry accent, which is appalling, he's, I am the Lord of Darkness. Mm. He doesn't say, mm. <laughs> Okay, right. Uh, I require the solace of the shadows and the dark of the night. Sunshine is my destroyer! This is bad for a tree. But this is an evil tree. Yeah, but how is it going to photosynthesize? You can't photosynthesize with moonlight. Yeah, but the voice is coming from within the tree. Oh, okay. Tim Curry isn't a tree in this. This isn't Lord of the Rings, although in many cases it is. Anyway, Sunshine is my destroyer, yeah? Mm. It's a vampire. Um, (laughs) Pretty much. All this shall change. Tonight the sun sets. 
forever. How does that work? It sets and then never rises again. Yeah, but it can't be tonight. Because it's already <laughs> night time. <laughs> tonight the sun sat forever. Yeah. <laughs> there shall never be another dawn. Okay, fine. Just to really punch at home, right? That's it. Yeah. No more dawn. I mean, there is another one, but we'll not get into that. Mm. So, and then he says, enter! And the goblin enters. It's so just I guess like a stage direction. Enter, stage right, goblin. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I guess while he was making this lengthy speech, the goblin was traversing the, the swamp, got mm-hmm. to the front door, and then Tim Curry says, Wait, there's a door enter. in the tree? Yes. Entrance to the tree? Okay. Or okay, fine. Okay. You hear a clump, 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 slam. Bullfrog. Clump, clump, clump. What? Jeremiah. It's in a swamp. Oh, he didn't. He didn't tell the frog to enter. No. He told a goblin to enter. Ah. So you enter and you see what the goblin sees, which is like a big. That's cool. Well, you know what I mean. You see a big. It's a big uh, hall. With big massive pillars in it, like from Lord of the Rings, which uh-huh. this film isn't. There's big massive pillars all around the place. I, I guess they're underground, and that's holding the, the ground up, if that makes sense. Holding the tree up. Yes, and there's a massive fireplace, and the room's really dark, and it's just lit by this massive fire. And <laughs> yeah, you kind of think it's really dark, but there's a big fucking fire. It's it like would that's be... pretty bright. It would be pretty dark had it not been for the single light source, which is this massive fire. I told you I'm not a poet! Anyway, so there's a big dining table. Where's all the smoke go? Up the chimney. Okay. It's a fireplace. Mm. It's a big, opulent fireplace. Okay. And there's we get to see the back of a chair. So I guess this guy, the Lord of Darkness, is sitting facing the fire as it's it's like next to the james bond set is it a bald guy with a white cap no we never we don't get to see him for quite some time ah yeah so we do it's it's alluded to that there is a lord of darkness sitting in this chair because his arm comes out and points at um what was his name blix blix the goblin now there's quite a funny little bit of trivia i find out they the the goblin's face they tried to make it as much, tried to make it look as much like Keith Richards from the Rolling Stones <laughs> as they could. But and they, they, ran just out, him... they ran out of crinkles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they just gave him a massive big nose, like a plague okay. doctor. Yeah, yeah. And wee pointy ears. This guy, Blix, is super annoying because he just seems to want to communicate in rhyming cutlets all the time. Maybe he's been cursed. No, he's just an arse. Oh, okay. So he comes in and he's like, Sup master or whatever, I don't know. Uh and the guy, the master, the Lord of Darkness, mm. he's like, uh, oh here ah, good Blix, you're here. And you know, is your heart still full of darkness? Is your heart still black? Sort of thing. And he immediately says, Black as darkness, black as pitch, darker than the most evil witch. I was I was thinking what might be rhyming with that, and I was like, "Oof, I'm still your servant, bitch." (laughs) Yeah, it's like, wow, okay, yeah. Blacker than the foulest witch, I think that's what this line is. Anyway, so you get what see what I mean about this little rhyming. But the the thing I'm confused about this is it it looks like this um, this goblin has been like 
trying to find this place and didn't hadn't found it before and it only just suddenly came up upon it. So how is he the servant of this dude? I don't know, because it did look like he was just creeping through the forest, found an evil tree, went in yeah. it. But maybe he's just got my sense of direction. And was the, the look of like, oh, on his face was him amazed that he'd actually find the place he was trying to get to. Or maybe there's telepathy. Oh, it could be he just lured him there because there is mm. a bit of like mental hypnosis shit going on. But he did tell him to enter the tree. And if he's underground, it's unlikely his voice is going to carry out of the tree and then to the yeah. goblin. Yeah, so he's had to like mentally think it into mm-hmm. Blix's mm-hmm. mind. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he can't just bellow up the tree, can he? No. So oh, there's the chimney. Maybe it just amplifies it. It <laughs> just screams up the chimney. Blix! <laughs> and Santa's like, he's not here yet. <laughs> he should have got there quickly if he's a rolling stone uh, oh yeah nice yeah his answer should have been I see a red door and I want to paint it black that would have been a much better answer maybe this is why he rhymes all the time could be yeah because he's, he's the lyricist for rolling stones alright well that's that mystery solved Yeah, yeah still yeah. annoying anyway so the boss is basically saying you know what we're evil yeah and we want darkness we like it and uh that's their brand yeah Yeah, that's yeah Uh uh-huh that's what we're going for coca-cola red and white us black all black all the time what about diet cola isn't that in a black can that's coke zero silver yeah coke zero's got the little black band on it yeah but only a little bit of black okay right I don't know why I'm using Coke as an example of goodness in the world, but anyway. I thought you were—I thought you were going evil to evil, personally. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was we'll going to mention it, and then I thought, hmm, better not. Yeah. In the words of Archer, potato, potato. Yes. So, but the boss, yeah, the Lord of Darkness, mm. he says that he senses trouble in the forest, uh, a feeling that he's not felt in some time or whatever. Um, he senses a disturbance in the force. No, not really. Okay. And he says, these things, they, they're they the only thing keeping me from total domination, right? And they have such power, they could control the universe, these things. Okay. So Blix, destroy them. Get it done. And he's like, oh my God, if they've got that much power, yeah. what are they going to do? <laughs> I'm a tiny goblin. Yeah. He looks like Keith Richards. What am I going to do? Sing them to death. <laughs> like, and he goes, uh, okay, uh, what do they look like? And uh, your man, he describes a unicorn. Helpful. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> he's like, oh, so they're unicorns then. Grand. Helpful. And he says, bring me their horns. Right? Uh-huh. And he's like, yeah, so about the whole like super powerful thing, how am I su- how am I supposed to like d- achieve this? And Tim Curry says to lure them, right? Yeah, so he needs a, a a maiden. Well, Blix then says, "How do I lure them?" And Tim Curry says, "Innocence," like that. Okay. Innocence, like that there. Yeah. And Blix Blix interprets this as innocence. Right. <laughs> so, like a smoothie made by Coca-Cola. Yes, exactly. Nothing but fruit juice. This episode sponsored by Innocent Smoothie. We just yeah. had to wedge that one in. <laughs> Orange wedges of goodness. Incidentally, you'd be drinking better off drinking Coke. Because there's probably, there's probably less sugar in a can of Coke than there is in one of those cartons How of Innocent Smoothies. dare you? 
There's what? less carbon dioxide and like carbolic acid or whatever it is to melt your teeth in yes. innocent smoothies. Well, phosphoric acid, first of okay. all. Okay, whatever. I don't think they're putting carbolic acid in there. Oh, well, let's know. just put some phenol in while we're at it. And there's caffeine in Coke, which is bad for you too. So. I quite like innocent smoothies. I went to their manufacturing thing before they got bought by Coke. How okay. hipster is that? Fucking fruit hipster, Jesus. <laughs> fruit hipster. I've heard of fruit Jesus, but not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway. Fruit hipster. Bow, bow, um, bow. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So there are three. There are three unicorns. Three unicorns, Two. right? Two. But Two unicorns. Three. I didn't. Okay. Two right. unicorns. There's two unicorns. One male, one female. Yes. Well done. Mm. Not to like gender norm the unicorns or anything, but you know, sure. there are, there's a boy and a girl uh-huh. for gender equality, and they are both cis unicorns. Uh. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> uh, right. So the Lord of Darkness wants rid of them, and right. Blix has been put on the case. Now, he has said innocence. Cut to this. Ugh, just drip of a woman, you know, prancing around the forest in daytime, picking flowers. Wait, wait. So it's gone from nighttime. Yeah. To daytime. Yes. After the guy said there's going to be no dawn. Yes. There will never be another dawn. But then cut there was to, one. Cut to dawn. the next morning. <laughs> no, an I can see dawn. why his evil empire is not doing so well. This guy is when you see him, you're like, oh my god, this guy could easily kill two unicorns like that. And yet he sends three tiny goblins to do the job for him. This is Mumra all over again. Mumra was the super powerful enemy of the Thundercats, and yet he never just like went over to the Thundercats house and set it on fire and He's magic the to door shut. <laughs> That's why I had all those bandages hanging around. They were tissues. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. From blowing his nose and wiping his eyes all the time. Yeah. Yeah, so what's your classic? The villain failed because he re- refused to do his own dirty work. He's delegating, yeah. Yeah, uh, to incompetent people who only serve him out of fear rather than respect. There you go. Let that be a lesson to all people who will be a boss someday. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> What was I talking about? We're, we're, the goblins in, we're the goblins in this scenario. <laughs> uh, you're not wrong. Although I don't fear my leader. I respect my leader. It's okay. He might not listen to this, Cathy. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he help does, me, David, help I hope me. he does. That'd be great. Oh, no, I really hope he doesn't. He's got a great sense of humour. He does, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So, now... One of the things that they do in this film that's going to be hard for me to sort of keep track of, so I'm just going to, like, ignore it and mm. let you know when things are happening happening simultaneously. You never really get... It's not like 1917. You do not get just a pr- protracted shot of somebody doing something. It's always like... <laughs> I really hope so, because all the horses in 1917, I suspect, had a really shitty time. They weren't unicorns, were they? <laughs> yeah, but, like, a unicorn in a World War One trench is not going to look very unicorny for very long. No, it's going to be in bits fairly quickly, isn't it? Because they're pretty easy to spot. Yeah, going around shanking people like using a bayonet. Except, ship, ship, ship. This unicorn running with like six German soldiers oh, stuck to its nasty. head. <laughs> Why are you assuming they'd be against the Germans? Um, because everyone in this film's English. We're trying to be. 
Uh, or American. Okay, so fine. they're allied side. Yeah. Ha ha! So, it often... So you see this, this drip dolloping about the, in the forest, but it she's doesn't just... She's innocent. That's why she's she potentially is... a bit of a drip. Actually, that uh, sounds really bad. <laughs> she's not innocent, though. She's a uh, fucking... She's just such a... Um, I've forgotten the word, but just she is just a the poster child for like white privilege hipster. Uh, okay, That's so essentially she she's got to her her position in life by her ancestors trampling over the rights of other people. Yes, and she mm. maintains that attitude. Sure. Throughout. Was it like was it is it clueless? Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very like that. Okay. Only. She's she's not even like the the nice girls in Clueless. She's the the red-headed one, Amber. Okay. Um what's I talking about? Yeah. So she's right. So th- so what Ridley Scott does throughout this film is you don't just get to see the drip, you know, dolloping through the forest. It it's like, "Oh, here's a drip dolloping through the forest singing to yourself." And then cut to a beehive and cut to beautiful clouds in the sky. Cut to I don't know. Um, a shitload of b-roll flowers yeah flowers swaying in the breeze and, and little bluebirds landing on her shoulders oh not yet but they no. do do that Ooh. yeah so it's not it's, it's not just an extended scene of her traipsing through the woods right you know, destroying the ecosystem picking flowers while annoying everybody by humming to herself because she's convinced mm-hmm. she's a great singer she's not ah, okay yeah that little ah oh, you just did was better than her singing I'm Heck just you. being, I'm just being bitchy now for no reason. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was in the script that she was humming. It was. That's what I mean. It's written by a dude. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that's what fair maidens do in the countryside. Pick you can flowers. Tell you they do not. <laughs> no, no, they don't. They mm. spend most of the time looking for a secluded bush to have pee in. So, and she's got one of those like medieval princessy dresses on. Is she not wearing one of those stupid, like, pointy hats? She's not got a pointy hat on. She's got the little, like, you know that thing? Coronet? That... No, it looks like the the netting that oranges come in. Oh, yeah, fascinator. Yeah, but it's just sort of plonked on the top. With uh, the same difference. Chicken wire sort yeah. of pattern on it. And she's got a couple of, like, bluebirds trapped in it. <laughs> cheep, cheep, cheep. <laughs> she's got, just got shit running down her neck. <laughs> Ooh. Good. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I Carry wish. On. So she's traipsing about, mm. and uh, Keith Richards and his sidekicks, one of whom is sort of a pig-shaped goblin, and the other one has a has like a bucket on his head. Okay. I don't know why. Anyhow, Ned Kelly. Oh, Ned Kelly? Did he have a bucket on his head? Well, he's the one who's famous for having that metal thing over his head to like not get shot in the head. Oh, okay. So Ned Kelly, Pig Boy, and Keith Richards are stalking her. It's going to annoy a lot of Australians, but carry on. <laughs> and Rolling Stone fans, I guess. Yeah. Are like tracking her because mm. I think they're like, well, she looks pretty innocent. She's got a white dress on. She's humming to herself and picking flowers. That's like, that's pretty innocent right there. Sure. Um, Blix is not impressed. He says something like, so innocent, so sweet, not half as nice as rotting meat or something like that. Okay. Wow. So annoying, this guy. Anyway. Mm. So they're tracking her because they're like, right, here's our lure. Yeah. And uh, and the princess is tootling about the place and decides 
to harass some peasants, as is her want. Okay. So she goes to this, like, peasant's house. She can see that the poor peasant is hanging up laundry, and she undoes the the washing line, so all her just freshly washed sheets just fall on the ground. How innocent is this? I know! This is my point. So she's gone, oh look, a peasant. I'm going to ruin her entire day's work of her trying to wash these white sheets. Yeah. And just let them fall in the mud. And then not take any responsibility for it because the peasant says, in, of course, sort of Somerset accent, oh, bloody fairies. She just assumes fairies did it. Yes. Because fairies, as you know, David, are bastards. They, yes. Mm-hmm. Then... Doesn't she just waltz into the peasant's house and just go over to the the kitchen area and see what food the peasants have, which I'm guessing is significantly less than what Princess Toodlepip has, and she just starts eating their food. Yeah. Like sticking her fingers and things and eating it and steals a load of biscuits. What the hell? Get out. Are you sure she's not the Lord of Darkness? She is the Lord of Darkness. <laughs> Are you sure you haven't, like, kind of seen this film from the wrong way round? I've seen it from exactly the right way round, David, which is she is a is a privileged little hipster and Tim Curry is supposed to be the Lord of Darkness, but I would absolutely be on his side because right. he's awesome. <laughs> okay, cool. And Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Say no more. Mm. She looks at a clock on the mantelpiece. It's and she's like, I'll have that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all the silverware while I'm here. No, 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 she like sees the clock. It's a significant clock. It's why I bring it up. Okay. It's got a, it's like a cuckoo clock, except it's got a, a skeleton. It's got death and a woman going around. Okay. All the time, yeah. So, and she's, she's like transfixed by this clock. Mm. But she doesn't get time to steal it because the peasant comes in. And she's like, oh, Princess Lily, I didn't know you were here. (laughs) If I had known you were coming, I would have hidden all the fucking food. (laughs) Yeah, because you're a privileged little bitch, aren't you? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. No, the the peasant seems happy to see her. She's she's, um, called Nell, by the way. Okay. And then she starts with the whole, you should really, you're a princess, Lily. You should stop visiting poor folks like us, poor peasants like us, and eating all our food. Yeah, please stop visiting. Yeah, yeah, please. And you should, you should be looking for a young prince on a, on a white steed to marry, so you can steal his family's food. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and ruin their laundry. <laughs> yeah. But Lily's like, yeah, and then she goes into one of these like, these like. Uh, hipster patronizing hipster speeches of like oh but your life is so much more real you know there's more magic in in this house than there is in the palace she's got a thirst for knowledge (laughs) yeah she's exactly the sort of person who like do you remember these people who we saw in india who were tourists and so no not them like they saw people who lived there like trying to have a bath in the street and then just wandered like two feet away from them and started taking pictures and yeah. going, oh, you're so lucky that you have such a real, authentic life. You're like, really? Like, this water is unfiltered from the river. Yeah. There's cholera in this water, yeah. bitch. Yeah. 
But you're going to come here for a month and then go home with your dreadlocks and your blonde hair and tell everyone that you understand what life's really about. Yeah. Because you invaded my privacy while I was trying to have a bath. Do you remember the, the yeah, that but. same person who walked past the butchers and said, there's a dead goat hanging outside. It's like, it's a butcher's. Yeah. What did you think? Where, like, where do you think your meat comes from? Yeah. Oh, but now man. she can go home. And be like, oh, this goat isn't as good as the goat that I had in India because it was freshly slaughtered right in front of me. And I'm so like worldly that I didn't even care and didn't annoy mm. these other tourists that I befriended <laughs> yeah. for no bloody reason. Oh dear. <laughs> Despite the little Irish one being very, very clearly annoyed that I was here. <laughs> the amount you laughed after she dinged her head as well. Oh, that was great. Yeah. Karma! Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Still, so she, she's the hipster. Okay. Oh, she's so annoying. Privileged little arse. There's another word I'm looking for that isn't privileged. Entitled? Yes, there we go. Entitled little arse, so she is. Mm. And just refuses. Well, she is a princess, so she is literally entitled. She, yeah, that's right. If ever there, there was an entitled person, it's her. Mm-hmm. So Lily's like, huh, yeah. And says, I have no time for this. <laughs> and runs out of the house with all of the poor peasants' biscuits, I might add. Mm, yeah. And the peasants shouts after her stuff like, watch out for banshees, the woods crawling with them. And stay clear of toadstool rings. And basically was shouting like, please don't go and play on the motorway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So Lily buggers off. She's roaming around the woods mm. again. There's a weird amount of like pollen or fluff or something. Oh, just stuff that the, the sunlight's catching on. Yeah, moats, I believe it's called. It's a uh, it's because it's an enchanted forest, Kathy. Yes. Yeah. Well, there's enchanted all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. So she's back in the enchanted forest, and mm-hmm. she's going, Jack, Jack, where are you, Jack? Like this. And uh, so it's pretty easy for the goblins to continue to pursue her, as you can imagine. Sure. Since she's just screaming around the forest. Jack! Mm-hmm. She can hear the goblins like rustling in the bushes and stuff. And she starts to get a bit scared and she starts whinging. <laughs> Jack! Brad, I know it's you, Brad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. Yeah. Yeah. Only she's fully dressed. And then what plops out of the sky into the foreground, but... Tom Cruise's arse. <laughs> oh. Because he just goes whoop into the foreground, so we just get a shot of his Tight legs. Glutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's all like he's uh, in what do, what do, what do they call it? Like a Slav squat? Is that what it's called? Something like that, yeah. He's he's he just does that throughout the film. Because there's no chairs in the forest. Well, no. So you have to get pretty comfortable. Hmm. With the slab squat. But he doesn't smoke. Or quite lean much, against a tree. Nonchalantly. Hey, baby. <laughs> you were yeah. calling? You called, my dear? Ha ha. Rubs nails. No, no, no. He, she, he just sort of boops into the yeah. frame. And he's got long-ish black hair. Because he's Tom Cruise. Mm. And he's got a very sort of swimmer's build. I would, not a swimmer's build, sorry. A diver's build. Oh, yeah. Like very, uh, Tom Daly. Yes, yes, he's like Tom Daly build, right? So he's quite slight but muscular. He's wiry. Mm. Yeah, and he's yeah. got, all of his clothes are green and ripped. And he's got a little scruffy ripped um, tight t-shirt on. And teeny tiny little hot pants 
and some Ugg boots. It does sound like, uh... <laughs> yeah. He he looks like a a stereotypical like Vietnamese sex worker. <laughs> yeah. From the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. From what was it? American graffiti. Oh, I don't know that. He looks like that. So he just boops into the scene, and she's like, ah! "Oh, oh, it's you." You're like a gym bro. I guess that's one of the other ones. Well, he's not really, he's not really muscular enough to be a gym bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's just slight and wiry. Home gym bro. Potentially. <laughs> and then a wee uh, bird flies in and lands on his shoulder, and he like looks around. And he's like, "Hey, bird." Did it promote him? To what? Put a pip on his shoulder. Oh no! <laughs> Look. Uh, Just going to say it now. No one gets shot on by a bird in this film. It's unlike all the other films we've seen. <laughs> no, really. um, <laughs> or Meghan Terry, Markle's interview. It's in Terry Pratchett where the, 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 the messenger pigeon landed on his shoulder and swiftly promoted him. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's clever. it's clever. That is quite clever. Hmm. So he's got his wee Ugg boots on. And... Uh, yeah, there's just tons of dust everywhere. So mm. they're they're sitting in a little clearing together and she's like making kissy faces at a bird on her hand. <laughs> Apparently Tom is teaching her how to speak to the animals. Cause it he's... was pre-H5N1. Right, no, well, there's no pigs, so we're fine. Uh, that's H1N1. Except... Oh, okay. Well, it's not that kind of bird. Okay. It was a finch, I believe. Uh, Galapagos? Right? I wouldn't have thought so, no. Mm. Um, so he's like Dr. Doolittle, apparently. He can talk talk to the animals. Grunt and squeak and squawk like the and animals. And wear some of those animals on his feet, apparently. Oh, no, that, that doesn't... They're not Ugg boots, like proper Ugg boots. They're the green ripped uh, fabric kind. Okay, fine. Like hemp. the rest of his clothes. Yeah. Free hemp. Yeah. Yeah. But they weren't leathery looking at all. Mm. He's all right. I'm sure he's a vegetarian as well. He's probably okay. a vegan. <laughs> vegetarian sausage only. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh. And the two of them are sickening. Because, like, ugh, oh, they're horrible. Like, she gives him some of the biscuits. And he's, and she goes. The stolen biscuits. The stolen biscuits. And and she's, she's bald as brass, too. Because she's like, do you like them? I stole them from Nell. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Really? Yeah, and Tom's just like, right on. And she goes, this is awful, I'm warning you now. She goes, is it sweet? And he says, I know someone sweeter. <laughs> he I doesn't say it like concert. that. Someone. Uh, Looking at you, Lily. Wink. He doesn't say that either. Pronounced. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe uh, later when, when Lily's gone. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So she then says, you promised to teach me rabbit today. Rabbit, rabbit, rabbit. Wow. Rabbit, 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 That's rabbit, a come rabbit. on if ever heard it. <laughs> right? Uh, and if, he's... if she had said teach me doggy, it would have been potentially worse. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Tom would not have been as receptive to that mm. um, as some other people would have. Anyhow, so she's like, again, right, so, so we're getting a really good insight into Lily's character here. Because mm. she says... You promised to teach me rabbit today. And he's like, ha ha, no, not today. Rabbit's very different from Finch. It's hard. It's more difficult. Sure. I think he just didn't want to sit there going, at her. 
because potentially yeah it would ruin his cool like forest child yeah. vibe but anyway he's like no it's too hard she immediately immediately is like no you have to teach me rabbit you said you would i'm your best pupil my father says i'm brilliant mm. Mm. okay see there you go this is lily mm. of course your father says you're brilliant pet I do wonder if he ever bothered to educate her, though. <laughs> mm, true. I didn't see her read anything the entire time. She has servants for that. Yeah, servants who she can be like, you, read this. Now give me all your biscuits. Pushes in the mud. <laughs> Runs off into the forest. Thank you for your attention, princess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Watch out for toadstool rings, bitch. <laughs> Oh, she gets yeah. savaged by a badger, <laughs> which uh. is out there. <laughs> well, Tom, who is also apparently determined to spoil her as well, like mm. everyone else does. God damn it. Someone teach this woman no. Mm-hmm. He says, I've got something better to show you today. And oh, then, yeah. uh-huh. Well, see, this this is something that struck me as odd because he had, he, he pulls out a, out of his filthy ripped green moss coloured clothes he pulls out a pristine white handkerchief okay where did he get that maybe he nicked it from Nell since apparently Before that's what it we got do. rubbed in the mud yeah exactly mm. and he was going to put the blindfold on her and she goes don't you trust me Jack and he says I trust Fuck you no. Lily <laughs> he says I trust you Lily I'll always trust you that's significant right um, and of course, we're this entire time we're looking at like the motes of dust and the clouds and the trees mm. and all this shit. It looks beautiful. It's okay. worth watching for the beautiful shots of this forest alone. Okay. It's certainly not worth watching for the dialogue between Lily and Tom Cruise. Mm. So, Tom leads what's your face off, what's her name, Lily, off to a sort of a there's like a clearing with. Uh, a babbling brook or like a like a, a tiny river or rivulet sure. small stream. river a stream there we go god damn it there's a stream <laughs> and it's very beautiful looking it's picaresque yeah nice with this nice stream and like rocks sticking out Ooh. if i were lily i'd have been happy enough with that i'd have been like oh that's beautiful this is way better than learning how to speak rabbit but right tom like cocks his head to the side like a spaniel like hmm hmm and he hears like humpback whale noises to and i'm now thinking how deep is this stream but no he runs over and he gets lily and like puts her down next to him in the bushes so that they can watch the source of the humpback whale noise but there's quite there's quite a little funny so he takes the blindfold off her right and she's like, ooh, the scene's beautiful. And looks at him. And he looks at her. And there's a moment. And you can see her thinking like, oh, this is the moment we're going to kiss. And she sort uh-huh. of leans in for a kiss. And then he just whips his head around and looks back up the stream again. And she's like, oh, denied. <laughs> so what they said about Tom Cruise is true. <laughs> exactly. Why didn't I she listen says, to the villagers? <laughs> that's actually quite, actually, to be honest, that's, this, that's quite a good bit in the film. Where I essentially the expectation funny. is denied. Yes. I don't think they did it on purpose. It's just the oh. look in her eyes. I was going, oh, she totally wants to kiss him. And he didn't pick mm-hmm. up on it. Because mm-hmm. why would he? Anyway. So it's not humpback whales in the stream, obviously. It's unicorns. Unicorns. Da. 
beautiful unicorns. Iridescent, frolicking, slow-mo unicorns. Pissing rainbows. <laughs> yeah. And nice. Shitting gold coins, whatever yeah. else unicorns do. And they're mm-hmm. all like... And one of them has said, I've just got a role in Deadpool. <laughs> no! Yes. That's innocence <laughs> lost right there. What happens yeah. to that poor unicorn in Deadpool? But anyway. Now, the nasty goblins are like, oh, baller. How handy's this? I knew she'd be useful. Mm. Right? And yeah, so there's beautiful scenery and slow-mo dolphins. No, unicorns. Sorry. Uh, yes. Narwhals, technically. Mm. And Lily says, oh, J- uh, Jack, can you can you speak unicorn sort of thing? And he starts doing this whole waffly thing about like, oh, you know, uh, no, well, sort of. Um, as long as the unicorns roam the earth, evil can never harm the pure of heart. Ah. Okay. They don't have dark thoughts or unknown to them. So it didn't really answer her question. Does sure. He, does he communicate through dark thoughts? And that's why mm. he can't talk to unicorns. Well, anyway. Yeah. Lily, entitled little arsehole that she is, is like, oh, well, those are some unicorns. I'm going to go and cuddle them because I'm a fair maiden. I can do what I want, right? So she, like, jumps out of the bush and starts walking towards the unicorns. And Jack okay. is not like that. I did a sure. weird hand gesture. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I basically <laughs> pretended I was Bez from Happy Mondays for some reason. And uh, Tom's in the bushes and he's going, No, Lily, no, get back here. Stop they're that. Killers. They're killers. They're killers. <laughs> <laughs> it just runs her through with its horn. Yeah. I wish. No. Mm. So Jack's like, Come on, go back, come back. And Lily's all, Can't hear you. All I can hear is the sound of my own self-entitlement in my ears. If yes. I want to cuddle a unicorn, I bloody well will. Yes. So she just walks towards the unicorns. Because why the hell not? And one of the unicorns is, is like, well, she seems innocent, so I guess she's okay. She can pet me. So mm-hmm. it, like, it sort of gingerly like goes over to her. And she starts singing at it, which if it were me, I'd be like, nope, and would leave. Especially <laughs> since the... The lyrics of the song she's singing are so lame. It's like the the look in a child's eye when it sees a rainbow and stuff. Not when it's being pissed out of the unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> Even the unicorn was going, eh. <laughs> Yeah, it's multicoloured vomit as well. <laughs> While all this is going mm. on, the, the goblins are dipping their darts. They've got like a dart gun. Sure, and they're, sure. they're dipping their darts in a little pot of potion. Potion? Mm-hmm. Poison? Poison. Yeah. Yeah, it could be both. A poisonous potion. Yeah. So she sings it over and then she's given it a wee... It's probably ketamine. A wee... Oh, it could be, yeah, because that's a horse tranquilizer. It is. She has lured the, the fucking... Th- it's not a dolphin. Unicorn. She's lured the unicorn over. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. Is it because they laugh lots? Like dolphins. No, I don't think that'd be as magical if they were making that noise. Yeah. It's it's humpback whale noise. I think that's what's okay. throwing me off. But anyway, so she's basically just lined this unicorn up for the in the clearing. For the kill shot or For the, for the goblin to dart it. So like, mm-hmm. thanks, Lily. 
You just totally, totally helped the goblins there. Tom's raging. He's fucked off. He's gone. Right? He's like, cheeky bitch. I told her no. And she just big fat did it anyway. Mm-hmm. So the unicorn gets started and it's like, fuck! And just legs it. And the goblins get on their, I guess, ponies and chase after it. But we don't know this. And Lily is too busy like chasing after Jack to be like, what are you pissed off about? I just did whatever I wanted and totally disregarded your warning. Why are you upset? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Jack's like, what you did is forbidden. And she goes, says who? To which I'd be like, me, bitch. And I fucking live in the forest. That should be enough. But she's like, you're not my supervisor. You're not my supervisor. (laughs) You're not my forest supervisor. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes, he goes, it's just something everyone knows. That's not what he said, but you know what I mean. He goes, they are sacred. You, you don't get to touch them. You you endanger your immortal soul. Fucking okay. with dolphins. Dolphins! Okay. Unicorns! <laughs> Have we just started going over onto Waterworld now? <laughs> yeah, right? So Lily says, get this, Lily says, I only wanted to touch one. What's the harm in that? Well, depending on the context. Mm. That's what Michael Jackson said. (laughs) (laughs) Shots fired. Yeah. Um, Jack looks raging, right? And then she says, this is great. Maybe that's because he's always wanted to do it, but he's always been denied. Yeah, by the fucking rules of the forest. Yeah. I don't care what you want to do. I don't want to wear a lab coat and I want to wear gloves in the hall, but I can't. It's, it's not probably like, some like the first rule of Forest Club: don't touch the unicorns. Yeah, the second rule of Forest Club is don't touch the unicorns. Yeah. <laughs> so, he's raging, right? It, well, he looks—he's sort of squinting at her like warily, and then she says, "I'm going to start using this now. Anytime Steve is pissed at me, I'm going to use this line." She goes, "Only a baby." <laughs> she goes, "Let me sing to you. I will still your troubled heart." Right? You mean kill him? <laughs> uh, potentially. Well, I mean, I don't think it has the the effect that he that she hoped for because she starts singing and now Tom has gone from wary to horrified. <laughs> he looks proper yeah. like, oh God. <laughs> if, someone's threat- if someone offers to steal your heart, to me that means stop your heart. Yeah, she comes at him with a defibrillator. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the next time, like, I don't know, uh, I can't, I'm trying to think of a... a frequent trans next time i don't replace the toilet roll on the toilet roll holder and steve's like for fuck's sake will you please replace the toilet roll i'm just going to respond let me sing to you no nice (laughs) steve will be like oh i forgive you just stop singing stop singing and i'll forgive you yes that will get you sectioned (laughs) oh i think that ship has sailed Mm, (laughs) i mean if he was gonna he should have done it by now by the well, way, for everyone who's listening, Kathy is uh, contacting me from a padded room. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I do macrame. No sharp objects. Anyway, Oof. little archer reference there. Mm-hmm. It seems to work. I don't know why, because now they're sitting in a clearing together, having apparently completely forgot about the unicorn getting darted and running off. Maybe she mm. thought it got stung by a bee or something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But they do not give a shit about the unicorn now. They only care about each other. Lovely. And I think she tries to kiss him again. 
and he's not going for it. Oh, <laughs> and she sad. says, I know. She goes, are you afraid to kiss me, Jack? And he says, yes, because you've got herpes. <laughs> no, <Oof. she> <laughs> no. Above or below the belt? <laughs> Face herpes, obviously. Face herpes, nice. It's a, it's a PG or something, this film. Anyway, so she says, are you afraid to kiss me, Jack? And he says, I'm afraid you'll break my heart. Oh. Yeah, and she's like, ha! No, she's not really. Um, <laughs> way to dump your brutal. purse on the doormat there, <laughs> Jack. Yeah. So she goes off on this waffly thing where she's like, I'm a princess. I have the right to set my suitors a challenge. Right? Oh, I thought you were essentially, she was going to say, I have the right to kiss you without your consent. And I was like, Whoa. oh my God, yeah. What do you call that? <laughs> the... Uh, prima, prima Nocta or something? Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure if it's ever actually a thing. I think it's no. in a lot of movies, but it's not yes. actually a thing. Yes. I really hope it isn't. Yeah. It was in Caligula as well. Or mm. more precisely, Caligula was in everything. <laughs> Including his horse. And the husband. Yeah. Mm. He had a go on everyone. That guy. What, was, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so she says, see this ring? <whistles> Whips a ring off. And then she goes, I will marry whoever finds this ring. Yeet! So it is like Lord of the Rings. It's a very like Lord of the Rings in this respect. Except yeah. she doesn't then get killed by a whole load of orcs and die in a stream. Mm, no. No, that's that what happened isn't. to That's what happened to Isilda when he lost the ring. Oh, shit. Oh, mm. I was thinking more like... Yeah, she she like forged the ring behind Morgoth's back. <laughs> Are you saying she's Sauron? Yes, <laughs> she's that but, evil. So, right, um, yeah, okay, never mind. The bit with it's nothing to do with Morgoth. The rings. What? The rings are nothing to do with Morgoth. No, but Sauron made them without Morgoth knowing, because he was just Morgoth's no, apprentice, no. right? No, no, no. That's not the way around. It went. He 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 essentially did it without the elves knowing. Morgoth was already like out of the picture. But I thought Sauron was Morgoth's apprentice. His, yeah. Yeah. But mm -hmm. he but it wasn't he didn't make the rings because Morgoth told him to. He did it completely independently of Morgoth. Yeah, but effectively Morgoth was already locked up in prison and was never coming back out. Oh, poor Morgoth. Wow. <laughs> Next you'll be oh no. I'm not gonna nerd out anymore in Lord of the Rings. Wow. <laughs> anyway, rewinding, she yeets the ring. Yes. And Jack sees his opportunity and runs away and jumps off a cliff. <laughs> oh. So he like jumps off a cliff because the water went off the cliff into the water. The water? The ring. The ring That's went off. That's called a waterfall. No, no, no. The ring flew <laughs> the ring off. Goes. Yeah, the ring sure. flew off. The ring go? Yes. The ring flew off a cliff into the water and Jack flew off the cliff after it. And she, doubting Jack's diving ability, despite the fact he's got a diver's build, Yes. Is like, Jack! She completely freaks out. The water's only two inches deep at the bottom. <laughs> and he just goes donk. <laughs> yeah, end of film. Oh, that'd be great. No. He dives off the cliff. Proper dive, too, with his hands, like, over. Yes, well, that's wise if apparently, you don't know how deep the water is. Yeah. Apparently Although you're it... supposed to jump leg first if you don't know how deep the water is. Oh, what? So your shins go through your eyeballs? No, you have you bend your legs. You don't you don't leave your legs out completely straight. Tom knew how deep the water was. He is a forest child. He knows this stuff. He's probably okay. dove in there loads of times. Except that he never has. It was Ridley Scott's daughter who did the diving in that scene. 
Instantly. Oh yeah, not Ronaldo. Ronaldo? The football player. Ah, I see what you did. Ba, 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 Ooh. <laughs> nice. Sure. I Min- think that's probably the first time we've referenced football in yeah. any of these podcasts. Yeah. It is worrying that Lord of the Rings gets referenced like 10 times more than football does. But anyway. I don't think that's worrying. <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, simultaneously, the weather goes mental. Now, I don't think her screaming Jack is the thing that made the weather go mental. I think that what made the weather go mental is the thing that's happening to the simultaneously is we're in a sort of a a clearing again, but it's like the edge of a cliff, sort of a clearing. It's mm. one tree and beautiful pink petals everywhere. It's like cherry blossom season in Japan. Nice. It's just the air is thick with big pink petals and mm. the unicorn... So what they did was they got a unicorn to lie down and then had it stand up. Not a unicorn, a horse with a horn glued to its head. Yeah. They had it lie down and then they had it stand up again. And then they did it in reverse. And then they filmed it backwards so it looks all like magical and weird and the horse falls down. And then the goblins come creeping through the petals, you know, from the the background to the foreground. And it's all, oh, music. And then the next thing you see is the wee goblin raising a sword. <gasps> and then the next time you see them, because it's all cut back and forth, remember? The next yes. time you see them, the goblin is holding aloft the unicorn horn, like oh, Excalibur. Like, bah! and the goblin goes, yeah! <laughs> That's dark. I know. And there's whale noises again. It's all, all this sort of stuff. Because they've just okay. taken out one unicorn. Yes. But there's only two. Yes. But they've taken means... out... They've wiped out 50% of the remaining unicorns. Yeah. But yeah. if they've removed 50, there's going to be no more unicorns, especially if that's the female one. Ah. It wasn't the female one. Ah, oh, okay. It I was can the see stallion they took out. No, you can't. You think you do, but you don't. So, Tom, meanwhile is swimming under the water looking for the ring and I really wish they picked a different camera angle because we, we see far too much of Tom Cruise in this movie. Okay. Because it's the camera is just pointed right up his arse and if you remember, he's wearing little ripped hot pants. Where's so... the rip? <laughs> They're crotchless hot pants. <laughs> oh, no. No, you don't see that. It's a PG. Although this this crosses the line for PG for me because I, I do not need to see that much of Tom Cruise. Ew. Mm, mm. While he's swimming around looking for the ring, she is on the... the Banks. The bank. I was going to say the coast. <laughs> She's on the bank going, Jack! Which is probably why he's staying under the water. But anyway, mm, mm. he tries to resurface, but because the weather went mental, because of the, the, the... Not the dolphin! God damn it, the unicorn! The top of the pond froze. Uh, what the fuck? Come I know. On. It's magic, David. It's an enchanted forest. It's a cold enchanted forest, apparently. It is now. Is she not dying of, like, frostbite? Oh, she's not happy. But she does have several layers on, so she's fine. Probably stolen from a peasant. She ha- Yeah. She has also run off at this point. She lost interest. Oh, well, wow, get- so 30 seconds. Jesus. Yeah. It was like Titanic all over again. 
I think it's much more like that time we were saying that thing in uh, The X-Files when they're like, <laughs> yeah, you're dead. I'm going to take your wallet and I'm going to fuck off. <laughs> your bottle of Meanwhile, <laughs> he's like under the ice going, hello, hello. He, he swam up and banged his head on the ice and was like, dope. And then... <laughs> like Homer. Yes. And then he's all nice. boof, 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 trying to get through the ice. And mm. he finally manages... Well, that's not going to work because he's got no leverage. He manages. He is a, fo- a child of the forest or whatever. Yeah, but what's he got. pushing against? Oh, I don't know. Nothing. He's just like, mm. Mm, punch. Or he's found punch. her ring and he's used it as like one of those glass cutters and then pushed nice. the thing Nice. Yeah. I think he just found a weak point in the ice. Okay. And went, Poof, popped up through the water. Yeah. Like, it's a bit like Alien, actually, the way he pops out. <laughs> and then he goes, that Lily! <laughs> he goes, Lily! But she's buggered off now. You know, he mm. didn't get out of the ice quick enough, I guess. And wow. She's, she's running through the blizzard and she's all... Bleh, 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 because she's not used to running in the snow. She's a delicate princess. Yes. And, she, and of course she runs to the peasant's house. Because, uh-huh. you know, they'll solve all her problem. Because they're real people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't, like, stay and help Jack out of the ice or anything. Or, like, get a log and smash through the ice. No, no, no. Just you go and sort yourself out, love. <laughs> Yes. Well, now, she's at the peasant's house. Oh, it's night time now, by the way. The sun just set. Oh, that's convenient. There's gonna, probably going to be no more dawns. Uh, well, you say that. I know. <laughs> the peasants are frozen. Ah. And I don't mean they're cold. I mean they're, like, frozen in time. They're, like, ah. Oh. Even the so, baby. The baby is in, like, mid-cry. What's the name of the baby Elsa? Oh, yeah! No. She did not want to build a snowman. <laughs> no. So she runs into the peasant's house and she's like, the fuck? And the clock, the significant clock, has stopped. Ooh. Oh, yeah. And she climbs up into the little loft bit and hides because the goblins are coming. Uh-huh. They picked the same route home as she did. Okay. So they're coming. So awkward. Oh, I know. And, and here's me with, like, no cake or anything to serve them. Mm-hmm, so embarrassed. Because mm-hmm. I ate it all. <laughs> the gob- So she goes and hides upstairs. And the goblins come in. And they're, like, proper rowdy. They're well pleased with themselves. And, of course, talking in rhyming couplets as usual. Mm-hmm. And the- so the door, like, swings open. And Keith Richards, like, struts into the peasant's house. Like, RuPaul. Mm-hmm. It's really feminine the way he struts in. To the point where I googled it, and it turns out it's actually a woman uh, playing a a boy goblin. Okay. Because no no man, no evil goblin certainly would be like uh, 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 into the room the way this goblin was. For those of you on listening, she did did a marching into the room as a female supermodel. Thing. Yeah, like a model. Like I'm a supermodel, walk. David. <laughs> sorry, supermodel, Uber model. Sorry. <laughs> Certainly not like a dolloping elephant with its arse on fire. No. <laughs> wow. Mm. Thank you very much. And they're all like, woo, we got the horn, check us out, woo. Well, we've got the horn. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, well, this is not PG. <laughs> Especially since one of them sees the baby in the crib and they're like, oh, delicious. Oh, no. Yeah, bad times. But it's, I guess it's also a popsicle. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. It's like, meh. 
mid mid cry. Yes. So Blix, uh, aka Keith Richards, he's got the the horn. He's got, he's got the unicorn horn. Yes. Are you sure it's not a dolphin? <laughs> he has not got a dolphin. He's got a okay. unicorn horn. Yes. And he's like doing magic with it. Bzz, bzz, oh wow! Bzz. He's all pleased with himself. Magic Pew. missile. Yeah. And he fires it at the clock, and the clock starts going again. Ah, interesting. And he fires it at the the fireplace, and a fire starts. Ooh. And then he fires it at a bowl of eggs and goes, Goblin omelette! Because <laughs> it like, pfft, the eggs. Yes. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, right. So he's showing off now. And uh, he's got two sidekicks, the, the pig one and the one with the bucket on his head. Yes. And they're going like, wow, how'd you do that? And he's like, you know, I'm just that Ultimate kid. power. <laughs> yeah, ultimate power, bitches! <laughs> and what do I do with it? I light a fire and I ruin some eggs. We could so, have just, like, done that by, like, I don't know, hitting it against some steel and, like, using it to smash some eggs. Yeah, you could have just knocked the ball off the table. Boom. Yeah. That's <laughs> not really an efficient use of magic. Absolutely not. Because mm. then then they're just like, okay, so we, we've had our fun. We've stolen some of the peasants' food just to highlight how evil we are. Because stealing the peasants' food is evil. Yes, it is. But when they're there... They're like, ooh, yeah, if it hadn't been for that maiden luring that unicorn over, we never would have been able to dart it and then steal its horn. Ha 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 ha. Thank goodness thought, she was I there. Thought you can, I thought you were going to say, while the peasants are frozen, let's draw knobs on their faces. <laughs> well, with the unicorn horn. Yeah. Zap, knob. No. Yeah. So they basically just come in to steal some food, make it very clear to Lily that it's her fault the unicorn's dead, and then Quite they right. leave again. Because yeah. they, they're like, well, we don't want to keep the Dark Lord waiting, so let's head out. You'd have thought they'd be a bit more ambitious. Maybe they could like think, hey, we've now got a unicorn horn. Funny We you can set up that. shop ourselves. Funny yeah. you should say that. Okay. Just you wait. So, Lily's upstairs, finally understanding that her actions have consequences, because mm. she's looking out the window and she's crying and she's going, what have I done? And then she goes, but I can make it right. <clears throat> because I have the power of privileged white woman behind me. <laughs> yes. I am unstoppable. So, yeah. she decides she's going to sort this whole mess out. Just you leave it to me. Because her dad says she's brilliant. So, you know. I've heard that too, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cut That's to, good PR. Right? Absolutely. I am brilliant. My dad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, now... Cut to another clearing in the forest, and the camera is tracking a teeny tiny little dot of light that's a moat that's like scuttling across the landscape on the snow. There's snow everywhere now, by the way. Mm. There's like a, a blizzard happened, and we're watching this little dot of light, little sprite or whatever, beep beep beep, beep and it's going check, 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 check. <laughs> Um, and it flies up and then it sort of pans up Tom Cruise's leg too far up Tom Cruise's leg like that's butt cheek we're Nasty. looking at yeah it's not nice because he's still got his wee hot pants on and he's curled up in the feet position uh-huh. he's probably really cold he's soaking wet yeah from being in a river and yeah. now there's snow everywhere yeah he'll be frozen solid yeah. his, his legs are very like athletic 
He's got very athletic legs. I'm not going to say they're attractive because it's really not. They're too like muscular. It's like a horse's okay. leg. It's gross. But anyway. Or a unicorn. Like a unicorn leg. But, you know, props to him. He's obviously done a lot of effort to get them that muscular. Yes. And his glutes. That's a lot of leg day. too much of. Yeah. It's all mm-hmm. leg day for Tom. Every day is leg day. And the little, the little pick, um, the little like, Sprite Fairy. or whatever it is Sprite. starts like okay. bzz, electrocuting him, and clear, <laughs> yeah. And uh, suddenly, a, a character called Gump appears. Forest? No, he's in a forest and he's called Gump, but he's not okay. Forest Gump. Bubba? He is. Ba- <laughs> no, he's basically. That's so sad. He's what? Oh, I know. But he's basically. Uh, like Mr. Tumble or Puck from Midsummer Night's Dream. Sure, yes. That's who he is, basically. He's mm-hmm. like a little forest fairy. Yes. And he's this really, like, ethereal little elfish-looking lad. Mm-hmm. Um, like Elijah Wood. Sort of. Wood what? <laughs> Elijah <laughs> yeah, yeah, Wood. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> well, he's looking at Tom thinking, Elijah Wood. <laughs> wow. Right? Anyway. So, Gump, who is... Very slight fairy with sure, yeah. pointy ears mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and beautiful skin. Classic fairy. He looks about 12, mm-hmm. but he's not. Anyway. They're ageless, I believe. Yeah. Like Tinkerbell. Your Honour. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not even getting into that one. So, um, he w- like Gump appears and tries to wake up Tom and Tom wakes up and goes, ah! like that, Adam, like a, like a startled aging spinster. <laughs> okay. And like jumps up and he's all, oh, 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 Who are you? <laughs> ah. Like clutching his pearls. Um, I, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that he's, I, I think he's a fairy. And some of his mates appear and his, his mates are fairies too, but they look very different from Gump. Okay. So I'm not too sure what like species everybody is. And then there's, there's the little. There's lots of differentiations in Fae. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. They're all fairies or something, some sort of fairy-like thing, including yes. the little spark of light that mm-hmm, flew mm-hmm. in, right? So, so what do you call him? Um, Gump? No, Jack says, Jack. I must be dreaming. <laughs> but it's like, oh, a young slight boy has appeared before me. I must be dreaming. <laughs> wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Michael Jackson reference part two. Yeah, absolutely. Una, by the way, is the little spark of light. Because Gump's like, that's Una. She likes you. Because she keeps ah. electrocuting him. And ah. Tom's like, stop it! <laughs> yes, okay. Um. So she keeps like, bzz, bzz him. Static electricity, yes. And and he goes, uh, oh, d- uh, don't worry, Jack. That's just Una. She likes you, Jack. And he's like, how do you know my name? And Gump's response. It's written on the back of your shirt. <laughs> it's written on your pants, which we can yeah. see. Because we can see right up your little tunic thing. Yeah. His answer is is even better than that. I don't know if you can hear that little dog barking, but that's not the response. Um, he goes, how do I know your name? How does the sparrow know to fly south for the winter? How does the salmon know to return to its spawning point for blah, blah, blah? I know everything. And then Tom Cruise says, okay, well... Why is it suddenly winter? And Gump says, hmm. Nice. 
he's like, I was going to ask you that, actually. And then turns into like forest police because he's all, have you uh, seen anything strange this evening, sir? Anything unusual you'd like to tell me about? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And Tom's like, no. Really? Really, sir? Can't think of anything that might have happened this evening? Unicorn-shaped? dying like See any unicorns? <laughs> hanging out with any obnoxious maidens? Hmm? <laughs> uh, to we which... We take you in for questioning. <laughs> exactly. Well, they, they don't even take him in for questioning. They basically just shine the light in his face right there and then. Yeah. And they're torturing him, because Una keeps going... Bzzz. Wow, this is taking a turn for the non-PG. Well, under the circumstances, you know, needs must... Maybe they take him back down to the stream, put like a, a towel over his face and dunk his head in. <laughs> yeah, that pristine white hanky. <laughs> yeah. Gets wow. Another could, I could re- it would be good to refilm this film. Oh, yeah, we, sh- we should do it. We should remake mm-hmm. some of these movies. Anyway, yeah. Tom, not Tom, Jack. Jack's like, uh, well, I mean. Did you say earlier Jack was talking to sparrows? He was, yeah. <laughs> Jack Sparrows. <laughs> Funny enough, they did consider Johnny Depp for this role. Oh. Mm. He's a bit fey. He is. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's very pretty, mm. is, is Johnny Depp. Anywho, so he's like, well, I did take Lily to see the unicorns. And uh, uh, Gump is like... That's not a euphemism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Gump's like, what? What? <laughs> and then he goes, um, and Lily m- may have touched the unicorn? At which point... Did he then hold up a little model of a unicorn and say, can you show me, show where, me where she, she touched, touched the, the unicorn? unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> it points to its nose. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and now everybody goes mental. And, and Gump is just like, you did what? <laughs> and he goes, yes. a mortal laid hands on a unicorn? Jack! Like that, Adam. So I'm guessing this is bad, right? Yeah. From the tone. Incidentally, everyone who isn't human or mortal has had their voice, like, morphed somehow to make them sound mm-hmm. sort of, like, magic-y. Ethereal. There's a bit of an echoey sort of vibe to it. And even mm-hmm. when, like, when birds fly past, even the birds have a sort of an echoey noise. It's really lovely. Apart from the ducks. Oh, yeah, because they have no echo. <laughs> so I don't know what I don't know what the sound equivalent of cinematography is. The noiseography is great, right? Audiology. That would be the one. Sounds like a religion. Mm. Almost like science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Tom looks a bit, you know, aggrieved, and and mm-hmm. he's and he's like he actually says, "What's done is done," but I did it for love. <laughs> That makes it all okay then. Oh, Case well then. Closed. Well, funny you should say that because Gump's like, love you say, well, that's a different matter, right? Because if you'd done it out of spite, then I'd kill you. But no, he doesn't say that. Sure. Uh, he says, what he does say is, I tell you what, if you can solve my riddle, I will forgive you. All will be forgiven. <laughs> what does a rash look like? <laughs> What does a punch in the face look like? Ooh. <laughs> Meanwhile, bubbles have appeared. There's just bubbles everywhere. Maybe one of the okay. maybe the fairies have lost interest and they're blowing bubbles in the background. I don't mm-hmm. know why, but it really takes away from the scene because this kid's like, if you don't answer my riddle, I'm going to kill you, Smeagol style. 
well, Gollum style at this point. Oh, just like strangle him. <laughs> yeah, bash his head oh. in the, on the rocks. Okay. No, 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 he doesn't actually threaten him with that. He's, he gives him the riddle and it's like, oh, something about bells. What bell rings but makes no sound? Blah, blah, blah. Anyway. It tolls for thee. Mm-hmm. And Tom's response is basically... Bluebells. <laughs> he just looks really gormless and goes, uh, flowers? Bluebells. Bluebells. And uh, what do Called you call it. them? Gump just goes on a full-on, like, Rumpelstiltskin level tantrum. He's just like, ah, he saw my riddle, god damn it! And starts rolling around. He smashes his violin that he brought with him for no reason. And he's just rolling around screaming like, ah, riddle, riddle, he beat my riddle. Who told him? Who gave him the answer? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Now he's forgiven. And uh, Gump, like, respects Tom's, you know, riddle-solving abilities. And he goes, you bested me, Jack. So, you know, we're besties now. Okay. Because that's how it works. Weird rules in fairy society. They should really send in an an anthropologist like your man in Archer. (laughs) (laughs) What's his name? Like Jed or something? I can't remember. He's funny. Well, there's an Irish fairy. And guess what his job is? Providing alcohol. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Cough. So, and they're really, they're super Jim Henson-y. Pogoing people to death? What? Pogoing people to death. I'll teach you to steal me pot of gold. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all nice fairies. Oh, okay. They wouldn't do that. And he's got like a bottle of wine that he keeps under his hat. Oh, wow. So they all decide to celebrate that Tom is now in their gang with a wee drink. A wee dram. Okay. From under Irish fairy's hat. And Tom's like, I feel like our priorities are a bit off here because obviously something terrible's happened, but we're sitting here drinking wine. Shouldn't we, like, check on the unicorns or something? Is he, is he human-splaining? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he is human, though. Yeah, I don't he's, know. I he's wondering. just a child of the forest, whatever that means. I assume he's just, like, was abandoned there, like Mowgli. And raised by wolves. Ha! Yeah. You only hear a wolf howl once in the entire thing. Now that I think of it. Hmm. So, they have a wee drink, and then Gump's like, now we're really going to have to check on the unicorns to make sure they're alright. After your filthy mortal just rubbed one up. Um, (laughs) Not like that. Excuse me? And (laughs) It's not a dolphin, Cathy. (laughs) Right enough. And then, one of the, I think it was the Irish um, fairy said, I fear the worst. I'm out of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Meanwhile, while all this is going on, Lily is just running around like Kate Bush. Mm -hmm. And if none of you know what I mean by that, go and watch literally any Kate Bush music video and you will Mm. see what I mean. She is just flapping all over the place. Her lovely dress is just flapping in the breeze behind her and she's all through the snow. Nice. Great. Master sleuth. <laughs> mm-hmm. So she's, you know, like tracking the... Um... Goblins? Yeah, she's tracking the goblins just to make sure mm-hmm. like, that they don't get the other unicorn or whatever. So Gump and the gang find the unicorn that's 
missing its horn. Yes. Yeah, and it's such a beautiful scene. It looks like a, a sleeping horse in front of a tree, in front of the sun setting, with Blossom. snow. It's beautiful. Mm. And the other unicorn like runs in, and it's 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 the whole like. <gasps> Arthur! Gary. Gary. Yeah. Not Gary. Arthur's, Arthur's Arthur. a little bit better. Arthur. It would be a good name for a unicorn. It wouldn't be because Arthur means bear. Oh shit. Um, Harry the hippo, which is horse. Okay. Harold. Come on, we must be able to think of a good name for a unicorn. Well, it would be, be like Equus or something. Cause like, it's like. How about? Kind of I think Sebastian's a really sophisticated. Sebastian. So Sebastian. Yes. So. The horse runs in. The the dolphin. Unicorn. The unicorn. Unicorn, Kathy. Come on, <laughs> stick with it. And, <laughs> and it it's like Sebastian, wake up, Sebastian. Nudge, nudge. Little Sebastian. Oh no! <laughs> Goodbye. Oh, little Sebastian. Sebastian. <laughs> uh, up for those in of unicorn you who watch, heaven, uh, Parks and Rec. here's the thing. <laughs> Yeah. You trade your hooves for angel wings. Anyway. Nice. Well, so she's so, um, oh God, Galadriel, I'm going to call her Galadriel, is yeah, very okay. upset about Sebastian's apparent demise. And she's given mm. him the, the nose nudge. Oh, don't do that. It's heartbreaking. Yes. And then she like runs around him going, <laughs> and also humpback whale noises. Because she does both. Okay. You know, the. Mm noises that she was making yeah yeah okay very upset but she's got like a unicorn horn why doesn't she just fix it what oh she has her magic. own unicorn horn yeah. why doesn't she just fix it because you can't do that if you're a unicorn yeah the end because okay. she can't that's why okay so, and she notices that he's got he doesn't have the horn anymore <laughs> Okay. Sorry, it's very inappropriate. She's very distraught. <laughs> yeah, the police thought so too. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And Jack like hops over the, the the snow mound and goes over to her and starts crying and apologizes and he's like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought that entitled little bitch to see you. I thought she'd like it. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I thought she'd listen to me when I told her to leave you alone. Yes. There you go. And they have a sort of like whale song mental telepathy, mm-hmm. sustained eye contact, conversation. All the right. while, Tom's crying and Galadriel is like glowing in the dark because she's iridescent, because she's Chernobyl. a unicorn. She's, oh. a, <laughs> she's a Ukrainian unicorn. Nice. Yes. So he hops back over the... Sn- he's like, all right, cheers. Hops back over the snow mound to Gump and the gang. And mm. they're like, well, we're waiting. And he says, we're cursed. <laughs> oh, damn. We're cursed. We're cursed. We must get the horn back. We need a champion. We need a Little hero. Blue pills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We need a champion who is bold of heart and pure of spirit and thick of brain and short of trouser. <laughs> and Gump's like, well, we've got just the man. Mm-hmm. You. And Tom's like, me? You. Uh, and he's all, but I don't know anything about being a warrior. I'm just, you know, some dork who like shuffles through the forest trying to seduce maidens. That's my that's my gig here. Sure. And, uh, and Gump's like, don't you worry, lad. 
We'll get you some weapons. We'll train you up. No bother at all. So. Okay. You, so they're like the forest paramilitary. Pretty much, yeah. They're gonna, uh, they're gonna um, <laughs> arm him. They're One em- of them just starts digging a hole and brings out a Kalashnikov. It's like just for a rainy day. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's like that bunker in um, Terminator Two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, they're like you, Irish lad. Guard that other unicorn. Guard Gladriel with your life. So they're sending the alcoholic to look after the unicorn. Yes. I agree. It's a very bad decision. She's just drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's nice. why. Um, nice. It's a bad decision and it proves to be a bad decision as well. How, oh. Why would you leave one little drunk fairy to guard a unicorn against a horde of goblins? Well, three goblins, but still. Well, the thing is, those goblins don't have anyone to like bait the unicorn at the moment. Oh, but they, they don't care. They think their job's done. Because they're goblins, they're half-assing it. Literally only done half the job. Exactly. Mm. And the Dark Lord wants full ass. <laughs> okay, well we should call up Tom then. <laughs> that came out wrong, I do beg your pardon. Anyhow. <laughs> I've no idea what you were going to say. Oh, half ass, full ass, right, okay. Right. I get it, I get it. Quadruple ass, mm-hmm. in the words of Archer. So, well, I mean, they are kind of the similar family t- to uh, unicorns, I guess. Right enough. Yeah. So, sorry, all I can see now in my head is, is a donkey with a unicorn horn on it. It's That's kind of also what I was thinking, which yeah. is yeah, spooky. It's a disturbing mental image. Anyhow, mm. so Lily has tracked the goblins to mm-hmm. a little camp that they've set up. And there's a fire. Ha! There's a fire and there's a spit roast on it. So, yes. <laughs> oh, wow. With like rabbits and squirrels and whatever else yes. they managed to eat. Because they're not vegetarians. Boo. So, the, they've got the spit roast going over the fire. And guess what Keith Richards, a.k.a. Blix, is doing? He's talking and rhyming cutlets. <laughs> oh, he's he... cutting some cutlets? Uh, no, 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 not quite. He's using his, uni- his not his, the unicorn horn to like stoke the fire. Uh-huh. So he keeps, and he keeps saying some rhyming cutlet like, um, uh, higher, higher, burning fire, making music like a choir. And he just keeps doing it. Like, yeah, okay. we, we get it. You're going to burn your squirrel. Just saying. <laughs> it's not a euphemism. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like, I've got the power now. I have the power. You know, they've gone on. Grayskull. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> they're really going for it. I think the power mm-hmm. of the unicorn horn has gone to their head somewhat, which mm-hmm. isn't going to go well for them. Would you believe? Right? Cut back to Gump and Co. And they find a cave. Now, this bit, I, I, I don't get. They find a cave. Mm-hmm. And... Gump says, right, you, Jack, go in there. I can't. But you I can't can- get back out. Ha! <laughs> yeah. You go in there, in that cave, and go and yes. get yourself some weapons and armour and shit. I can't go in. You can. Go. And so he climbs into this little cave with Una, because she lights the way for him. Mm-hmm. And there is just gold everywhere. Why? Because it's owned by a dragon. There was, there's no way a dragon was fitting in that tunnel. 
Oh. It would have to be a little swamp dragon, like the, the likes of um, Sybil. Sybil. Errol. Errol, yes, Errol the swamp dragon. Mm-hmm. He could maybe fit in there, but that's about it. Tom Cruise could and fit Tom in Cruise. there. Yeah. And a tiny moat of light managed to yes. fit in there. There's just gold, gold armor. If I have learned butter armor, if, yeah, yeah. If I have learned anything from Minecraft, it is that mm-hmm. gold armor is useless. I mean, you can bite gold and leave a mark. I know. You might as well have put on Play-Doh armor. <laughs> yeah. But it looks bling. And he and there's a sword as well. <laughs> Fucking gold sword. What are you gonna do? It with could that? be gold plated. I really hope it is. And later on, it goes ching ching against another. It'd also sword. be really fucking heavy. That too. Poor Tom. Good thing he's like, he's, he's wiry. Yeah. Mm. And he, he reaches his hand out to lift the... He the reaches s- around? <laughs> yeah. To grab the hilt of the sword. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when I just noticed it. Like, my God, everyone in this film is covered in body glitter. Everyone. And Tom's whole arm is covered in glitter. That's not environmentally good. I know. If he gets that in his eye. Microplastics. That too. There'll be birds mm. that'll just be internally glittery forever. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. but And then for the rest of the film, I was like, yep, they've got body glitter. They've got body glitter. Their face is covered in body glitter. Everyone's covered in body glitter. They all look like vampires from Twilight. Oh, no. I know. So he's got his wee, you should see the state of this armour. When he comes back wearing it. I'll get to that. But like, Jesus Christ, mm. Tom. Get some trousers! Ridiculous. While they're in the cave, Una feels like this would be a good time to reveal that she is in disguise. And she transforms into, like, Cindy Lauper looking woman. A woman-shaped okay. woman. Right? With big, wide blue eyes. Like, ooh. <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. Yeah. And ooh, and she says to Tom, well, Jack, she's like, ta-da, don't tell anyone. This will be our little secret that I can... Wait, so I'm she not. and Jack are in the same place now? Yeah, she went into the cave with them to light the way. Oh, sorry, tiny... I, thought, I thought they were talking about the princess. Sorry, That's Lily. Bad. Right, right. Okay, I'm back on it, back on it. Una transforms from a tiny little dot of light into Cindy Lauper. Uh-huh. And it's like, this will be our little secret, Jack. No one else. Wow, this it. sound is pretty. Yeah, she lured shifty. him into the cave and then told him not to tell anyone. Yeah. And she's like, "I'm, you know, she I'm, the clergy. I'm actually a fairy." <laughs> and okay. the because uh, I don't know what we were supposed to think she was before. Like, whoa, what a revelation! You're a fairy. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought you were a light bulb. I don't know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Tom was going to go. Oh, no. So she transforms into a human-shaped thing, and she's all like, "A fairy's love can is with if you have a fairy's love, you can do anything. There's nothing you can't do if you have fairy's love." Mm, that's convenient. Well, Tom's just really not interested. Shocker. Oh. Yeah, he's too busy like shining his his body glitter among all the gold. Like, Ooh. yes. Oh shit! I just remembered something really My important. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. <laughs> Do you remember back when Tom refused to teach her how to speak rabbit? Yes. She took her necklace off and it had a little gold, <clears throat> like, disc on it. And she went, 
I'll enchant you into doing my bidding, tee hee. And had yes. the light shine off the gold thing and shine light into Tom's yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. was like, tee hee, I'll enchant you. And then he said something really awful, like, oh, you've already enchanted me. <laughs> Which is why yeah. I forgot all about it. Mm. But it is significant. I do beg your pardon. So, okay. uh, so yeah, he's just like, ooh, sparkly gold. Mm. What's that, Una? You're, you're a fairy? Shocker. Right, anyway. So Now who looks like a proper woman-sized woman. Yeah, uh-huh. instead of a little dot of light or glow glowworm or something. Yeah. But like, fine. He's getting offers all around, isn't he? I know. Women are just throwing themselves at him. Yeah. So, Lily's still stalking the goblins, by the way, while mm. they're dicking about. And they're all, like, getting a bit drunk with power, running around going, woo, we've got the power now, we're in charge around here. And there's a big mm-hmm. swish, 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 swish of fabric. And the Dark Lord has appeared, but he's got all, like, robes on, so you can't see him. Mm-hmm. And he's basically like, ahem! <laughs> And they all just turn round and Blix immediately like drops the horn behind him like oh, Hi Dark Lord But Buckethead, Ned Kelly, he lifts up the horn and he, he like runs to the front and he's like We have the power now, we're in charge around here, you're not the boss of us, right? Oh big mistake. Yeah. Big huge. Um because the Dark Lord basically just goes and then the horn flies out of Buckethead's hand into his hand. And then a mummy just awakens from under the ground, pops up and grabs Buckethead, who says, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And then the mummy just lifts him and walks across and jumps off a cliff. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, yeah. So now the other goblins are like, ah, uh, that was all him. That was his idea. We didn't agree. Honest. Yes. Yeah. So, the Dark Lord appears and he's like, ooh, yeah, good work, lads. It's dark, isn't it? So now all of my minions can roam free. Because you killed both the unicorns, right? Mm-hmm. And the two of them are like, yep, yep, sort of, mm-hmm, almost, kind of, yeah. And then he's like, liars, and points at the horizon because the sun's starting to rise. The sun's rising. <laughs> oh, there's another sunrise. And uh, so Blix, get this. Blix is an arsehole. Blix says, yeah, we we only killed, we killed one, but we killed the stallion. Only the mare lives. She's just a female. She's worthless. She has no power. Right? Okay. Get this. And the Dark Lord goes, uh, only the power of creation. Kill the mare. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So uh, I just liked that. It was such a burn. She has no power. <laughs> Only the power of creation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in the Dark Lord. So he's like, get the mare. <laughs> it's Batman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So again, he's having to turn up and yell at his staff for being incompetent. But you're like, do you know what? If you don't want incompetence, don't hire goblins. You know? Sure. Do it yourself. Surely you could just magic the the unicorns into your house yourself. It's possible he's doing other jobs at the same time. You think? 
yeah, you know, he's like, he's no, someone's got to be feeding that fire. I suppose, but like you'd think bringing an end to human civilization and just daylight in general would be kind of his A priority. Yeah, but he might be doing a whole lot of stuff that in addition to the unicorns getting rid of but is going to cause that. I feel he might have like... been setting up the whole nuclear winter thing and they just need to get rid of the unicorns because they're bringing too much heat. And he's like, oh, man, making all of these individual snowflakes is hard work. Awesome. They're all unique. They are. He's going to mm-hmm. run out of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. Fine. That's why he's delegating this seemingly super important task to these useless goblins, but whatever. Mm-hmm. So Lily heard all this and she's like, oh, shit. So she, like, Kate Bush legs it through the snow again (coughs) and finds the Irish lad that they left in charge of the unicorns. And she just, like, she just starts sobbing. She just dollops herself in front of um, the Irish lad and she's like, I'm sorry. Irish lad is unmoved. To which... Oh no! <laughs> no, the unicorn is unmoved. The Irish lad's no. like, "This is all your goddamn fault," right? And she goes, "I didn't know." And you're like, "You fucking did!" Because Jack specifically told you not to do it, and you just big fat did it anyway. Mm-hmm. So don't start gurning to me that you didn't know. Jack told you not to. Yes, Dick. So anyway, the Irish guy. Does not care. And doesn't get a chance to because she's going, oh, and also the goblins are coming. And he gets about as far as the who and then the goblins appear. Not the who, no, no, rolling the rolling stones. stones. <laughs> hey! Wacka wacka. So she's like, oh no, oh shit! And runs over and like throws herself in front of the unicorn. Like, no! And they, she tries to get the unicorn to run away, but of course Galadriel's worried about Sebastian and doesn't want to leave him, that whole thing. So they they don't get very far. Mm. The goblins are like doing ranged attacks, so they're bow and arrowing at the Irish lad who's fending them off with a frying pan. Pew 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 pew. It's going really well until he takes an arrow to the head, not the knee. Not the knee. Not the knee. <laughs> mm. Now he looks like a unicorn. Oh yeah! <gasps> oh, I never noticed that. So he's out. And then the last thing we see is Lily and the un- Lily like protecting the unicorn, but they're coming at them with a net. Who's Don't ask net? who a net is. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> ah, classic <laughs> jokes. With their net, yeah. Okay. So there, that that happens, mm-hmm. and then Gump and Co. come back to find the unicorn and find you know the Irish lad with the arrow in the head. And Tom runs over in his new armor, armor, and he is dressed in a. He looks like he's going clubbing, because he's covered in body glitter, and he is wearing basically a teeny tiny little sequins gold dress with tassels along the bottom, and the hemline just covers what it need, absolutely needs to. Mm-hmm. And that's for it. it still to be PG. Yes. Yeah, he's basically wearing a swimming costume like a bathing suit with bits on the side of his thigh rather than it being a full-on bathing costume. Do you know what I mean? I'd have to say gold armour is a terrible choice for bathing costumes. Yeah, because he's going to sink. If he goes looking for that ring again in that outfit, he's doomed. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) 
with a big sword on the back, I might add. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, if so, all, all anyone has to do is hack at your knees, and that armour is pointless. And I'm guessing those goblins aren't tall. No. Mm-hmm. They're somewhat shorter than Tom Cruise, but not much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is why they had trouble casting the other members of like Gump and Co. Because anybody, because you ha- they they're fairies. They have to be shorter than Tom. But who's shorter sure. than Tom, right? So, mm. bit of an issue. However, so turns out the Irish lad did not get shot in the head. He got shot in the wine bottle. Ah, oh, sweet. Yeah. That's why it looked like blood had poured around his head, but it was ah, the wine. clever. And he's like, oh, oh, I got shot in the head. Oh, I'm dead. Um, and Lily was here, by the way. Tom's like, oh, Lily? Yep. She stitched us up again? And, yeah. <laughs> God damn it, go home. <laughs> yeah. So, Gump's like, ah, Grant, so we can just follow their tracks in the snow that there is now. And then mm-hmm. we'll be able to find them. Bish, bash, bash. And then we'll just throw you in, Jack, <laughs> in your little mini skirt. And We're right behind you. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> we yeah. just want to let you know good luck. We're all counting on you. You and your dress. That I wouldn't even have worn that dress clubbing, like, in my 20s. It's obscene. Honestly. I've never seen it. It's all like little, um, like, like coins almost. It just looks like yes. they made a, so it looks like I a know fish. the type. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. So, yes, I don't know why I'm so focused on him. And it's the tassels. They did used like, to make, they did, they did used to make um, armour that was like that. A tunic like though. mail. Studded mail, yeah. Yeah, it was a tunic, though, that you wore with big, heavy, heavy leather trousers and boots. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. You didn't wear it bare-legged with little Ugg boots. No. It, was no. rid- <laughs> it was ridiculous looking. The fuck? Okay, we're going to stop it there for part one of Why Did You Watch? Join us next time for part two. Why did you watch it?